Yo, this is Stack Giant. Welcome to Sinister Saints with your boy Change. Hey, Minister Change! Brother, I'll let your service. Oh, God. From Sinister the Saints, this podcast of truth, you is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change, Minister Change. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. It's Minister Change. Sinner the Saints. This podcast the truth. You wizard, you wait. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. You know where we at. You know where we at. My name is Quantre. I'm 11 years old. And I want everyone to accept Jesus into their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Greetings, 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 vessels of the Most High. It's time to crusade with Minister Change on the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. Life is a testimony. God is good all the time. Be thankful for today. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to welcome my guest, Stack Zion, to the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Center to Saints. What's going on, fam, fam? Tell me how you're doing tonight. Good, brother. It's good to hear from you. Thank you guys for having me today. Well, most definitely, brother. It's a pleasure for brothers like you and myself to always get together and when we can fellowship in the land of a living, brother. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, brother, we're going to start this interview off. What you telling the people, man, where are you from? Where was you born and raised? Um, well, my name, my, well, not my name, but I am from Connecticut, uh, which is on the East Coast, if you didn't know that. Um, yeah, born and raised, man, north of Bridgeport. Amen, amen. Good deal, good deal, brother. Born and raised on the East Coast. Hey, brother, I know you got to have, man, a favorite Bible scripture, man, that, that you like to go to in the time of need. I absolutely do. That would be James first chapter. Um, call it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that it's the testing of your faith that produces perfect patience, but let patience have its perfect work. So you are perfect and lacking nothing. Perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God and he will give without a reproach. That is my favorite scripture to go to. Amen, amen, brother. Woo, that that's 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 a good scripture, brother. That right there is one to grow on for, for real, brother, for real. Hey, brother, if somebody was to ask you about your character, how would you define yourself? I would define myself as, as uh very uh, creative, um, but ultimately uh very ambitious, laid back um in terms of character. I would say very, very trusting at first. I give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and it's just part of my nature, who I am. Uh, I feel for the most part, I have a very strong connection to people with integrity, who are honest, um, who are trustworthy. Um, and that's pretty much what I give people in return. It's like a fair exchange when I understand the nature of someone and where they're coming from. Normally means that they have to have my best interests at heart. And I can give it back, but I've been learning how to extend myself 
to people through Christ, of course, because I couldn't do it on my own. So it's actually enlarging what the Lord already has given me as a person. Amen. Man, that's good. That's, that, that's, that's good, Brother Stack Sign. Man, that is good. Hey, man, if you had to create a list of morals and values, what would be your top three things, brother? I would say integrity, uh, humbleness, and selflessness. Okay. Okay, brother. Those are all good, brother. We all need those, brother, in this day and time. To maintain, to maintain. Hey, Brother mm -hmm. Stack Zion, this is the testimony moment. What life event made you think, I can't do this alone, I need God? What made you make up your mind to finally go from sinner to saint? Interesting question. Um, <laughs> my encounter with God um, was supernatural through a dream. I've always been a dreamer. Uh, but it, they're never, they have never been about me. And um, I was actually traveling. I was already doing shows. I was running up and down the East Coast. I was making a name for myself. I had a, a very big entourage in New York and in Connecticut. You know, I started to get some traction. And like every other, you know, uh, young man who gains notoriety, of course, the world was attractive. You know, so I was gaining a lot of, um, I guess, momentum in the area of attention with women and drinking and, you know, just alluding to that kind of fast lifestyle that I was already used to. And one night I had a dream um, that uh, uh, after one of these shows that I was doing and I was traveling with uh, friends with doing, I had a dream that someone wanted to stab me. And I actually saw the face of a person, of the person who wanted to stab me. And the Lord pulled me out of that dream. And I knew it was real because when I opened my eyes, I could still hear the wind in my ears from how fast he pulled me away from this individual who was about to stab me. And I'm giving you the short version. So mm. uh, after that, it was funny. I was, you know, staying with my sister that night. And I woke up. Uh, she came in the room. She asked me if I wanted to go to church. I'm like, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I knew what that meant. You know, I've, I've always had dreams about other people or, you know, certain events that took place. So I'm like, well, if this is, if he's showing me me, this is eventually going to happen. And so ultimately I ended up going to church that day. And, um, you know, everything that the pastor was saying was pertaining to me. And the Lord was basically saying, it's time, it's time to come in. Amen. And I never turned back since then. That was 2010, January. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you, brother. I'm so proud of you, man. When when we take a stand, man, and, and the Lord call us and when we listen to it, man, oh, that's a blessing, brother. That is a blessing. Hey, brother, do you think, man, your uh, childhood environment, man, or upbringing played a major part in your life? Oh, absolutely. I would say yes. And, and, so many ways because my imagination, like I said, I'm, I'm a creative and my environment uh, provided me with the open canvas to always try to, you know, do something new and always try to get out the box. I never wanted to do what everybody else was doing. And so in my childhood environment, you know, I had people who were just as creative as me. You know, I had a good childhood, good upbringing. I never needed for anything. 
Uh, but of course, once you get older, you go from hanging outside in the front porch to now you're going down the street with the big boys. And of course, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that's where, you know, I kind of followed in the in the steps of my sister because she was outside and you know she was already you know familiar with the neighborhood because she was older than me. She she knew most of the older people. So once she moved out. And I got old enough to do everything that I wasn't supposed to do. Of course, they took me in as, okay, I'm related to, you know, yeah, my sister. Yeah, so yeah. We, we know him. Let's let's bring him on in. So it was like open arms, you know what I'm saying? Just enough to get me in enough trouble to, you know, know I need God. Because then, you know, you grow and you get older and you learn how to sin a little bit better than you did when you were younger. And. You know, so it's ultimately about decisions, I would say, even though the environment was very influential, you know, there was a direction that I just saw uh, was much easier to follow versus the path that I I had never thought I could travel, which is the one that I'm on now. I had no idea I was capable of being more than I was at that time. But absolutely, even to this day, there are things I can think about in my experiences that have taught me so much that in my adult years, when I recognize it, I can readily identify that I've been here before and I know not to make or to make certain decisions, if that makes sense to you. Man, amen, brother, it does, man. God put that in your heart and your soul and your mind, man, to recognize the, the goodness. This was already planned for you, bro. God, God, we already got that crossroad that God going to give us the opportunity to come back to him. And then as when we act, then we activate that strength that God has for us, brother. Hey, brother, um, Stack Zion, during, during that period, man, when you was off the porch, man, out in the streets, you know, did, did you ever get incarcerated, brother? Incarcerated? No. I've been in jail a couple of times. Um, came very close. I was out doing with people doing the trap, which is the, you know, the drug yeah, house. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I gradually graduated. I went from smoking weed to selling weed. Um, and then the big boys who were coming home from jail, you know, they, they had a new operation, but it was a little bit further away from home. Yeah. Um, which, which I was very comfortable with because, you know, the hard rock is it's no joke. You know, yeah. that's when yeah. other things come into play, gunplay, police, and, you know, things that you just put yourself on the radar for. So I tried that, and I, I went up the street, and, you know, the boys, the big boys don't play for you. you know? <laughs> Man, and most then, definitely don't. Yeah, and it's like, you know, people who grew up with each other are, are willing to knock each other upside the head. And, you know, your own friend who, who one day they can be rapping and, and, and laughing once you turn on you and and you don't even know what for, you know. And I just didn't feel like that was for me. But eventually, again, I, I graduated onto people who accepted me for me. And then we went on the other side of town with it. And that's when we had our own, like, our little setup, our own little trap house and you know, it was major, major players that I was running around for. And, um, you know, it didn't, it didn't last very long because I always felt in my spirit and my soul, you know, once I was making those transactions, I used to look in these people's eyes and didn't understand why I had to feel away, walking away, and everybody was fine. You know, it was about, yeah. you know, your money and what's in your pockets. And meanwhile, you know, I'd get on my bike and, and start riding around, and all of a sudden I see the eyes of this man who – I didn't even know, had no idea. All I knew, I was his savior in the moment. He needed what I had. And I, I, there was so much power in, in those moments that I, I could never forget these people's eyes. And I just, I guess it's the mark that the Lord always had on me. I wasn't designed to, 
be bad. I was I was designed to discern and, and pull people out of that. And to this day, you know, I, I see that even when, you know, I'm not thinking about uh, back in the day, my past life. I still see it in the eyes of people that are reaching for something. They don't even know what it is they're reaching for. They're just looking for that, that fix to make them happy. They're chasing something that doesn't even exist, an illusion that the enemy's alluring them to. And um, I think ultimately that's, me as an artist, that's what I do. I, I, I do it with, with airs, though. I, I, I make music for people's airs. I hustle his word. I, I hustle uh, Christ himself. Uh, now that's that's what I'm giving people hope. You know, even though I might not be the voice that you necessarily respond to, you know, I might be the, the seed, you know, or I might be the one that waters the seed, you know what I mean? We always have some kind of purpose that the Lord wants us to use this for. We were created for that, you know, to solve issues and problems, not to be a part of it. Amen, amen, brother. Man, that's a good word. That's a good word, brother. God was creating you to be a server. Even though it was a time in your life you were serving the wrong stuff, but hey, mm -hmm. he was already working you. He was already setting that path for you to do the works for him. Hey, brother, um, mm -hmm. Stack Zion, man, after coming out of that life, man, and, and you finally get yourself together, man, what do you think the best thing is about being a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, man? Oh, the amazing thing is how you can how you can change yourself. I believe, like. Once you know you need God, it's it's not even about being a Christian no more. You know, because yeah, most people, they identify a Christian with, oh, you're supposed to be this way, you're supposed to be that way. Yeah. And my response is, okay, well, that's why I need Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hence, hence the single that I will, you know, we'll be discussing later on. Um, it's called Gotta Know. And basically what it's saying is it's okay that a pastor or this person or that person knows Christ and they're preaching him, but what about me? I want to know him for myself. You know what I mean? People fail to realize that a lot of church hurt or a lot of what they disagree with is because of the way other people are conduits or bad conduits of who Christ or God is in their life. You know, they might not be good stewards. Stewards, they fall short. So we might look at that and say, oh, I don't want God. But have you got to know him for yourself? And Man. that's the question that I had to ask myself, you know, while there were all these powerful people who were prophetic and they were prophesying and they were discerning, they were laying hands, they were healing, they had faith, they had testimonies out of this world. And I'm like, wow, how can I get that? You know, and I always thought in the very beginning that I had to be connected to those people in order to have that. But the truth is, I just needed to know who Christ is for myself. So once I started to learn who Christ was, when I came to the faith, it was kind of like, Oh, he's with me too. Okay. You know what I mean? Man. They're not they're not special. We're all special. It's just I need to get to know you more so I can learn how you move and how you it's like being with someone that you've never met before. Yeah. Just because you can see them on the outside and they're dressed nice doesn't mean, you know, that they're gonna conduct themselves yeah. how they're dressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean that and inside is pure. Yeah. Right. In a lot of ways, they didn't think Jesus was who he was because they thought he was supposed to be riding in triumphant yeah. like a knight. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it turns out that when we find out who we are, it's the same way. We don't have to be what people think we're supposed to be. We can be exactly who we are. And that's when I learned, wow, it's amazing to find out who you created me to be. That is so different from everybody. Now I know my purpose. I have to release what you've put inside me because there is no other after me.
Amen. You know? Amen, amen, brother. That's powerful, man. That's powerful, brother. That was a powerful word, Stack Zion. Brother, that was powerful, man. Mm. That was powerful, man. Good word, good word, man. I could tell right now, just, just from talking to you, man, I know that God done came into your life, man. And he, he, he done opened doors for you that's going to open doors for other, and you're going to bring a lot of people to Christ, man. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking life. They say life and death is in the tongue. I'm speaking mm. greatness over you right now, brother. You're going to do big things. You're going to do real big things, brother. Hey, brother, stack Zion. I want yes, you to sir. finish this sentence. God has always been with me since the beginning. God has always been with you since the beginning. Hey, brother, I know there's probably plenty of things, man, but give me one thing at one time that you knew that God was with you, that he saved you from any harm's way, or and he just oh, opened man. that door. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you said that. I know it's a lot, bro. <laughs> I'm just going to spin the wheel on this one. I see where it lands. <laughs> so it's a wheel my of fortune. Spin. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite time when I knew God was with me is when I first heard his voice audibly. And I was high as a kite, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I was high as a kite. Um, but this is how I knew I heard God's voice because my senses are super keen. And it came from the inside of me. And again, you know, I, you know, after I was on the street and everything like that, I had moved with my dad because I got kicked out of school. Mom's just like, okay, time to go live with dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I went from CT to, to VA and might I add pops as a pastor, mm. you know, so I am a PK, but somehow Mike found a track trap house to hang out of, smoke weed out of, and you know, get his little, you know, his halves and his ounces. And one day I'm on my way and it's just like, I, I had no idea the the darkness that I was about to walk into. And I was really fond of these brothers. Really cool, man. I used to walk in there. They have bundles of weed, money, shotguns all over the table. Just, just regular day. You know, regular day at the office for them. Mm -hmm. But I found myself always drawn to older people. That was just my thing. I was 16. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really with the hanging out with my age. You don't really do anything. So... One day I'm heading down the street, and there's these long train tracks about a mile down the road that separates um, one side of town from the other. And I okay. always walk through the tracks to, to, you know, to go to this little trap house. It even had a scent to it, like it was all. It's, it's almost like there was always like the covering up of death there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was a very, very odd, interesting scent there. I can like to this day I can smell I think that's what death smelled like. But anyway, mm. I'm walking on my way there and I just heard as clear as day the Lord said, turn around. Mm. And I, I'm looking around and I, I know I'm not crazy and I and I, I heard it inside of me. It wasn't outside. It was inside of me. And I, I I'm just like I'm no fool. I know yeah. who God is. You know yeah. what I mean? And any as much as I hear my dad preaching and, and, and people talk about God. Yeah. And this is my first time hearing this. I'm just going to listen to the voice mm. and just see if, if, if this is the God who people say it is. And, and, and I get home. The funny thing, I get home that day, I got back home to my dad's house. I go in my room and normally I leave it on BET. I love watching BET. 
all the okay. time. Okay. But this particular day, it was on MTV. I never watch MTV. Mm. But for some reason, it's on MTV. And I turned I'm like, who changed my channel? Every time I turn on my TV, what I would fail is BET. You know, and it's MTV, and this guy, he's playing a guitar, and it's in black and white, and he's singing. And, of course, I'm high, but I'm still, like, zoning out because of what I just heard. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the man starts singing, you better get yourself together before we leave. And I thought of the rapture, because he said, you better get yourself together before we leave. Man. Or that could have my protection yeah. will come off you if you don't listen. Get mm. yourself together before it leaves you. Man. You understand? Because you can walk yourself out of the will of God. Man. Amen. And he might, he might have to come straight off his throne and say, hey, I'm showing you this is me because you wouldn't believe it if somebody else told you. Amen. So I'm, I I marked that as the first time I've heard God's voice at 16 years old. And he spoke to me, told me to turn around. And that man singing was was the Holy Spirit. Let me know, listen, God is real, brother. You better, you better get, you better plant your feet. Amen. It's real out here. And that's when I realized God has been with me, man. Amen, brother. Woo. That's only one story. That's only one. <laughs> <laughs> man, woo, brother, woo. Hey, that was the best one because, I mean, he, he actually saved your life because you don't even know what you was going into. But Twice. The, the good thing is, man, you was able to hear and act and turn around, brother. Man, that's a blessing. That's a blessing, brother. That's a blessing, brother. Hey, man, what is your definition of accountability, brother? Oh, good, good, good question, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Accountability reminds me of when you go to the, the supermarket and you walk through the produce, there should be no fruits, no vegetables that are getting, that are going bad. And there's a reason why the produce is always in the front and it's always fresh, mm-hmm. right? It's always in the open. It's never bagged up. You have to bag it up. You know, those little baggies you got to pull off and then put your veggies yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have to pick our own veggies. And what I see a lot of people do is they inspect the fruit and they inspect the vegetables before they take it home. They get to choose what's ripe. They get to choose what's fresh. If they feel this one has been in just a little bit too long, they'll put it back. I've, I've witnessed people do this because now I do it. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I became more health aware. But my point is accountability is checking to make sure there is no contamination, that there is nothing toxic that can hinder you. If people have your best interests at heart, which I was talking about earlier as, 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 as describing myself and my characteristics, yes. if people have your best interests at heart, they're going to make sure you're not doing anything detrimental to your future. If they can see the best of you, if they want what is best for you, they're going to say, Hey man, don't do that. You got that radio show and you're helping people's testimonies to be Amen. heard. If Amen. you say that to that man and slap him, now you have to repent because you don't know who he is. Amen. And here's what matters. One blemish can 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 stop a whole train of Amen. testimony coming through because you're a gatekeeper. And in order to be a gatekeeper, you have to be someone that God trusts with his keys. So therefore, you might be held at a higher accountability than somebody who does not have that responsibility. So Amen. I think accountability is someone that can hold you at the standard that they see you at, not at where they think you should be. Amen, brother. Woo! I couldn't put it no better myself. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, that 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 was a good one, brother. That was good, man. Woo! 
that was good. That was good, bro. Man, nah, man. That, that was a good description, good analogy, man. That was good. Hey, brother Stack Zion. Hey, man, what's a positive word of encouragement, man? You could give to anybody that's hurt, man. See if somebody thinking about suicide, they just want to give up, man. What's a positive word of encouragement you can give them, man, to stand up and say, hey, God going to work this out. This too shall come to pass. Mm. He already put it in you, so it's on you. Mm. He already put it in you. You can overcome. He said you're more than conquerors. That means anything past, present, and future. He said he also said he's the name above all names. Suicide, cancer, that's all names. So anything that he said that you're a conqueror over, I don't care what it looks like. He put it in you. So it's on you. Mm. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. That was a good word. Hey, brother, Stack Zion. Hey, man, we want to talk a little bit, man, about your music, man. Why don't you let the people know a little bit about your music, man, get them some contact info, man, so if they want to contact you, man, they can give them a boy, Stack Zion, and y'all can, you know, maybe do a collab or something. Oh, man, you guys, first of all, I thank you for anybody who's listening, who's going to tap in and support. I go by the name of Stack Zion. It is acronym, the S-T-A-C-K, actually stands for Seeking to Arm Christ's Kingdom, Zion. And that's actually part of my last name, which is Stack House, so it's kind of like a little play to it. I've been called being called Stack since I was in kindergarten, so it's no different. But anyways, um, you can find me on any social media platform, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, you name it. All you have to do is type in Stack Zion, S-T-A-C-K-Z-I-O-N, um, I have music on, on all streaming platforms coming this month, May 26th, my new album, Prototype Z, which stands for Prototype Zionaire, will be releasing on May 26th. If you're wondering what Zionaire is, I took the word pioneer and I took the word Zion. And I just combined it. And when you are, uh, the Lord refers a lot in the word of God as, to us as the daughters of Zion. Like that's when he's making references to um, us in the olden times when we were, we weren't too good. We weren't being good. You know what I mean? So we, we were kind of compared to harlots. I say we, because we're all connected. We're all sons of Adam and Eve and, and daughters of Adam and Eve. So he called uh, the Israel, the, the the daughters of Zion. So we are Zion. Mount Zion is another um, point of contact. And if you read your word, you'll be able to find out. If the do is going to your concordances, you'll find it. Any of the case, we are Zion. So uh, my website is www.stackzion.com. Again, you can find me on all streaming platforms, any platform, S-T-A-C-K-Z-I-O-A. Amen, amen, brother. Hey, brother, that was good info, man. I'm, I'm so glad, man, that I did get the opportunity to interview you, brother. But you know, man, there's no way I can let you get out of here, man, without giving you this blessing assurance, brother. So I was wondering, man, if you can bow your head, man, and repeat after me, please, sir. You got it. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, at this moment, I turn from my sins. 
Right now, from this moment, I turn for my sins. And open a door of my heart and my life to you. And open a door of my heart and life to you. I confess you are my personal Lord and Savior. I confess that you are my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, I pray. We pray. Amen. Amen, amen. See, Brother Stack Zion, right now, I, hey, I know we're going to be kicking it in heaven. I don't care what nobody said. They can say, hey, my brother ain't. No, 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 he's saved. Y'all want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? Hey, he confessed. He confessed with his mouth, so I know we're going to be kicking it in heaven, brother. I just want to say, man, thank you, man, and just continue, man, serving the Lord. Keep on doing what you're doing because you're going to save lives. You're going to change lives. You are a great brother. Never, ever give up, man. Pray for me, and I'll pray for you, brother. Yes, sir. All righty. That was my man, Stack Zion. Man, that interview was very, very touching, man. It just feels good to have brothers share their testimony and talk about how God came into their life and changed their life, man. It's always a blessing. It's always a blessing. Hey, yo, we got this hot track coming up from my man, Stack Zion. So won't you just sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy this fire, fire track from a man, Stack Zion. Amen, amen, amen. Let's go. Like Gallagher, take race activists, add color, hate, we at face value to match caliber. That's bad enough, facts had enough. Straight jacket and back on the walls, padded up. His gift and his force presence can't pack it up. When you witness, you feel the spirit start grabbing them. And the wonder about that peace on your life, it humbles like who loving them like a bee so polite. Is it Christ? Is it possible to know your God? And a fight with a body blow storm too hard. Lord, Said I gotta know who you are. My God, Said I gotta know Christ our life, said I gotta know, gotta know, gotta know, 
I see the ones that's playing, saying they represent them Made it just keep faking till the real thing hit them Why am I still waiting? Maybe I'll stay hidden till I get a revelation Still ain't get it Introverted or distant, any social but Christian Victory don't start till you stop playing victim Sick of hearing this God know my heart, you ain't different If you don't know, his spirit parts can't fix it I love you bring in the morning You appointed me, trying to put my finger on it So I rise up My name you have wrote it On top of everything gave me an anointing No, I'm signed up My praise on I'm breaking every chain for your ways, I am running so Here I come It's not a true too far My headset like the Bluetooth on Said I gotta know you are my God Said I gotta know Change of Life Testimonies from Senator Saints. Continue supporting me. God blessings. Be safe.